Overnight, every night on WGNS Murfreesboro. WGNS Murfreesboro, W270AF Murfreesboro, W263AI Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. Right now that time, 816. That was a really long open one, isn't it? <laughs> so this morning we're talking about the Rutherford County School System and uh, a lot of different things going on. And just to start off, EPP. What What is EPP? I know you told me just a second ago. EPP stands for Educator Preparation Provider. It's a new alternative pathway for teachers to get their initial certification to begin teaching in our county and nearby counties. And our guest this morning, we have a career and technical education coordinator, Tyra Pilgrim, and also educator preparation provider, specialist, Rebecca Murphy, and then math science, and I'm going to say your last name somehow, <laughs> Amber Matichewski. Very good. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Now we can close the show out now. That's that's it. That. that was your test. <laughs> <laughs> so so what what is going on within the county schools as far you know as far as hiring goes and all that because you hear all over the state people are having problems hiring new personnel. Is it the same in the schools? Yes, it sure is. Uh, we kind of predicted that there would be a shortage um, a few years ago and and we knew back then that we needed to try to come up with a way to uh, fill that need and we needed to get working on it because we knew that it, you know it could actually happen and unfortunately it did but fortunately we have are prepared we um, had to apply to become our own educator preparation provider with the state department so um, it is like it is a non-credit bearing as far as college goes but it does get the initial license and then we have um, different um, procedures and different qualifications and different um, you know entry requirements and things like that that the um, people have to go through and then once um, we make sure that we can you know get them a teacher license then we go ahead and put them in our program and we are able to it's like one night a month I mean there's a framework of all the different things that they have to do but it's equivalent to like 170 or so hours clock hours that they're with us and it's over a two-year period of class time but then they have three years to actually advance their license so it is just it is similar to a um, you know a post-secondary a college or a university track except for we just it's not credit-bearing it but it does get them their teacher license and so by thinking outside of the box with that we started with our career and techno excuse me career and technical education uh, classes and teachers for the occupational license and so we started there and then we were able to add the um, CTE academic teachers next and then the third EPP 3.0 um, we were able to add our math and science friends and so we have really opened it up and you know to be able to add more people and then you know we have further uh, plans to expand but you know we don't have anything definite at this time um, but we do have you know would like to, to go through more areas but right now that is what we have and so it's working well so somebody out there who's been you know had a i don't know a 20-year career in the business world they can start being a teacher through this program 
That is correct. So for our CTE academic, they have to have a, a college diploma. And then they, um, you know, there are some other stipulations and things they have to do. But yes, just having a college diploma and then or a college degree and then um, meeting those requirements, we can see about getting them into our program. And, and also with math and science. And it doesn't have to be a degree in math and science. It just has to be a degree and then they have to pass a math or a science test. So you can um, have a business degree and become a teacher. Still. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. During COVID, did a lot of teachers retire early or did a lot of teachers just quit and move on to a different job field altogether? Well, we did see a little bit of an increase in, um, you know, teachers going going ahead. And if they were close to retirement, they did go ahead and, you know, some of them did do that. Some people moved. Some people just wanted to have a different career. And so, you know, the, the normal amount of teacher turnover that we have um, – it was just a little bit more than what we normally have due to just normal attrition or whatever. So how many teachers are you in need of hiring, you know, for the upcoming school year or the remainder of this year even? Well, so on average, our what we hire each year is right around the 350 to 400 mark is what we normally hire each year. And so that is basically what it is, is now just a little bit higher. But we have... Um, there are some vacancies right now, so if anyone if anyone's wanting to uh, getting get into teaching, you need to check out our Rutherford County Schools website. Um, so you know we do um, have some openings, and you know we do need people to to fill those. So we um, have in our program in our math and science for this year, we have 17 that started with this cohort group, and then in our CTE um, programs, we have about. 37 38 in that program right now and so we are um, able to train our teachers how we want them to be trained and so what i call i was in the business world before this uh, education myself and i call it just in time teaching because it's getting the the teachers the you know what they need at this moment to walk into a class with kids when they're used to in the business world things work differently and so whenever they come in a classroom like classroom management and assessment and lesson plan writing and all that they get a kind of a crash course of that at the very beginning and then as we go through the program it you know we take a deeper dive into that Again, we're talking about the Rutherford County School System and this is really for all grade levels that you're hiring for so it's actually uh, middle school and high school. Okay, so, so we haven't we haven't dropped to elementary yet, but right now we're in middle and high school, so six twelve. Okay, uh, in math and science, for example, you said you had seventeen in the program. Yes, that's correct. And what kind of backgrounds have they come from? It's actually a variety of backgrounds. We have people coming from the healthcare industry, um, people with business backgrounds, as you mentioned. Um, we actually have a former hairstylist in the program as well who just always wanted to be a teacher and loves math and so it's 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 amazing because we have this group of of really young people 50 percent of my participants are actually under the age of 25 and they are just excited they're like we didn't know this was an option um going back to school to become a teacher through the regular path was so expensive and this um provides an opportunity for them to be to kind of follow some of their dreams so, so do you think these teachers who come you know to become a teacher this route will remain teachers longer than somebody who goes through the you know the normal education route to get a degree under 
I guess, the education field? Well, one thing I can tell you is that going out into the school system and talking to some teachers that have um, entered education through a normal route, some of them have been a little overwhelmed with COVID. And so the teachers in our program, they're just excited. They don't know anything (laughs) pre-COVID. And they also have this cohort model where they feel like they can turn to each other and talk to each other about things. So they feel really supported. And so their, their positivity when I talk with them just seems like, we we are we this is hard we're working you know so many hours but we are excited to make a difference so we don't have the you know initial numbers like if they're going to be able to stay longer but um it definitely seems very positive right now and you said 36 37 you have in in which department in career and technical education in that particular pathway that's up into those in the occupational uh, cte as well as academic cte programs and the the entry requirements are a little bit different for those two categories um but these are folks who are making that transition from industry compared to amber's group my the cte groups tend to be um, a little bit of an older population um i would say on average maybe 40 45 years old is our average age range in that group these are folks who have made a career in an industry doing something else and they're transitioning into the classroom where they can apply that content expertise from the real world and help pass those skills on to the next generation. And then as they enter the program, are they able to say, well, you know, I live in this area, so I'd like to teach close to where I live? Yes, so our program is available to not only Rutherford County Schools teachers, but also to those in nearby districts. Um, If they are interested in teaching, we can accept them into our program. They don't have to just teach for Rutherford County. And how many students are we looking at right now in the Rutherford County school system? We have about 50,000 students, right around, right under 50,000 students. And it's going to grow, I'm sure. Yes, sir. (laughs) What about new schools that are coming up? You know, I I guess we're going to see new schools, obviously. uh, But are some of these folks going to be placed in the new schools shortly after they get hired at one school that's already open? Are they going to be moved? Well, that is a great burning question. Um, We, whenever we open new schools, we, of course, try to, you know, as we move kids around, we try to kind of make sure the teachers can go with the kids Um, and sometimes in the CTE world which is the career and technical education it is difficult to do that because you know if we have a a machine technology program at a school that we may not need it at another school so we have to look at our industry needs and our and our um, what is in what industry is telling us that they need I know we um, opened some construction programs and so because you know we're booming right now in that and so the students will be able to come out with their um, industry some of the industry certifications that they can have to be able to go to immediately to work or they could go to a TCAT or a two-year or four-year one thing that we want our students to have and to be able to pursue and be successful is we want to have them to have multiple entry and exit points as far as work and school and you know we we say that we went up from kindergarten to a job and so everything in between that we can do to help them um, we want to do that and so in that we have like Rebecca was saying our 
uh, CTE teachers, you know, they their craft, we don't have to teach them how to weld or we don't have to teach them how to um, work on a car. They know that and have done that for years. Where we come in with this program is we bring in the education piece and the classroom management and the instruction and the assessments and all of those things. And so that um, combination has helped because, like I said, they can go in the class and show and do and the kids, it's just spectacular to see what they can do in the lab. And so when we can come alongside with that cohort model and work with that teacher and mentoring and all the mentoring that happens with other teachers and with the administration that just kind of helps put the i don't want to say them in a bubble but kind of put them in a bubble to where they can you know they have resources and they have things that can help them to to just be the best that they can be and so as we um, you know have more schools and new schools we just have to look at it on a you know what is our industry need what works for the school what is the, you know and we have to look at those kind of things like we would any school and again so. Tyra Pilgrim is the uh, coordinator I guess for all of this so you try to figure out okay well their background is in you know I don't know automotive business uh, so that you're going to try to line them up with something that will will fit that background? Yes, we sure do. Because as part of the Tennessee Department of Education licensure requirements, they have to have years of industry experience. So we can't just, if I wanted to be an auto teacher, I don't know anything about it. I just put gas in my car and that's, <laughs> I like to drive. So I wouldn't be a good teacher <laughs> for transportation. But someone who has been in that field and has worked for years and that's their love and their dream that those are the type of people that we want with our students because they pass on that fire and that excitement about that different industry um you know category and so it has worked very well and after they say you know hey i want to do this uh line me up what is the next step i mean are, are they going to be a student teacher what are they going to do first that's a great question so as part of our program they are job embedded so they start day one Welcome, welcome to teaching. And so that is part of their licensure requirement is they are in the classroom. And so that's why we kind of do that just in time teaching, because what do they need to know on day one when you have over 100 kids looking you in the eye throughout the day? What are you going to do with them? And so this um, program prepares them to be able to be as effective as they can be. And so we're there for that support. And so the, um, like I said, it, we don't have to teach them their craft because they know that we just come alongside with the education piece. What kind of feedback have you gotten from these teachers when they're thrown into the classroom for the first time? I mean, are they, they come to you and say, you know, this is terrifying. Sometimes that's what we hear. We hear at the beginning of the year, everybody's very excited. They have a lot of eagerness and, and they're passionate about what they're doing. Um, and then as we start them off. They don't just get thrown into the classroom with no preparation. We do a summer induction prior to their classroom start. So we meet for six days before they enter the classroom and we do a crash course in instructional planning and classroom management, what to expect. And they walk in the door with resources ready to start. They know exactly what they will do the first day of school and how they'll fill that time with those students to start to get to know their students and lay out the expectations for their classroom and that just gets them off and running and they know going in that they have the support of each other as has been mentioned for that cohort model they have one-on-one -on -one coaching from myself and amber they have instructional coaches at the school and mentor teachers at the school so there's a whole team of people ready to support them and know and understand that this is their situation they're coming in with no prior experience in educational 
understanding and how how we teach children. So they're armed with their content knowledge, but then we give them some tools on the front end and then just continue to, to build on that in the rest of our coursework along the way. Now, Rebecca, you were saying a lot of the folks you're working with are in their 40s, whereas Amber, you're saying 25. So people in their 40s, a lot of them have teenagers or even young 20-year-olds already in their life. So they're familiar with teens, but those who are 25 may have a harder time, I would think. And I, I would say that is true because that was definitely a concern that many of the participants brought up in the Summer Institute. They were like, I am just a couple of years older. How am I going to do this? And so we tried to prepare them of having that teacher presence. And they practiced and, and modeled that in that Summer Institute and got feedback from their peers on that. And um, I did just want to touch on because um, we were talking about that summer institute. I had several participants that actually taught for one year on a permit. So they had had no education classes or experience. And um, some of the comments I got or one specifically said, you know, before I felt like people were just trying to tell me how to survive and going through this program, we feel like you guys are trying to tell us how to be great how to be great teachers, not not just survive in the classroom. And what kind of pay is in store for somebody who, you know, changes this, you know, their career path to teaching? What, what kind of pay are, are they looking at? So it depends on the area. I know for our career and tech edu- education teachers that are in the occupational field, they get, um, you know, we have a different, um, it's still the teacher pay scale, but depending on their years of experience and, you know, we try to pay them as absolute as much as we can, um, but we'd still have to go off, off of our, um, pay scale that's, you know, published or whatever, but for an occupational teacher, they get a five-year, um, like pay bump for their years of experience and that's just something that the county has always done that's not statewide it's just something that our county has done for i mean for many years and then i know sometimes with the hard to fill areas that we have they may get like a sign-on bonus or they may get like a half of it at the beginning and half of it at the end when when they've um fulfilled a you know whatever they're supposed to and so it is um very you know it's based off of the pay scale that we have on our website and if they have their master's degree a phd sure is that that also it's on there too and so it just bumps you up levels if they come in and we have had some of our occupational teachers that come in with a master's and a doctorate degree and so that just bumps them up on the scale just like it would anyone else but once in the classroom they're to the kids just like any other teacher i would imagine sure they are so they go through all the same hardships they do what types of things are they telling you as far as how are they interacting with the kids? Are they making friends with them? Are they able to to be like just a regular teacher? Yeah, they are. They're just like a regular teacher. And I know there's that, there's that line, of course, that they do not cross, um, that you can't in education, um, as far as being friends with them, you know, things like that. But they are, um, you know, it is a, um, it takes them a little bit to get like used to it because you know like you said some of them may have kids of their own and how they talk and are with them and then once they get in the classroom they're kind of like oh you know we can't have this same sort of relationship but what really i have seen through the years is that our occupational teachers and our career and tech ed teachers 
the students will take them multiple years because of the track that they're in and so like if there's if it's an automotive teacher which we've been talking about they could have that automotive teacher all four years of their high school and so the relationships that they make with those kids that's why they come to school they come to school to learn how to do their breaks or do their stuff under the hood or whatever and so it's just a bonus that they get math and science and social studies and all of the other things but that is the hook that keeps some kids in school because that of that lab experience i know we had a um some a student that was really having a hard time on this math trying to find the um y equals mx plus b whatever that i can't remember that is but in construction he they were teaching him about the pitch of a roof and so the my construction teacher just came around he's like what's what are you having problems with he's like i can't understand this and he's like we've done this we've done this for weeks what do you mean you don't understand that and he had not made that connection once he made that connection he was he had it and it was great and he did amazing in math for that um that time and so it's just it's making it the real world experience and bringing those real world activities because even in math and you know you've got to be able to do this and so that construction teacher was able to turn that light bulb on and work with the math teacher and so it's such a cross-curricular thing that just naturally happens and so that's where we see where our, our career and tech ed teachers absolutely support um all learning uh, and again, this is a program within the Rutherford County school system. Are other school systems doing this the same way? So for our EPP, we are the first, and I'm so proud to say that, the first uh, district in the state of Tennessee to, to do this and to offer this. Since we began, there are other districts that have um, come on board to do it because you each of us each of the districts you have to apply for yourself so when rebecca was hired the first basically the first year that she was with us she wrote the application and she would go and mentor the teachers and, and do all those things but she had to write the application just like a university would and so as we've done this you know you have to get um the approvals and all the things and so the other counties i think there's two that have um have programs like ours now so they're just starting and so some of the things that that they're doing and that they're going through we're like hey you know give us a call we can help because we we remember when we first started and the things that we had to do and didn't know we didn't know what we didn't know <laughs> hey, and those who come on to this program i mean your goal as a school system is obviously to keep them on board for years to come because you don't want high turnover obviously that is correct yes and, and and what we have found is that the cohort model like amber and rebecca have said and and that support system that's been in place really does help the um, teacher feel better about the program feel better about education feel better about what they're going through and we have found that that has been that has been key in in that i mean if you guys want to add to that so what research has found is that teacher attrition we lose the most teachers within their first early years of teaching so the goal is if we can support them through those challenging early years they're more inclined to stay so our program is still so young we don't have data to to indicate what our numbers are for that and um, but we ask in our county for teachers who work in rutherford county schools we ask them for a three-year commitment so that it, it's part of their um commitment when they join our program they simply sign on and say yes i will put in three years to rutherford county the goal being if we can coach them through those three years and get through that early challenge that they'll be more inclined to stay and just continue in the career 
and, and they're doing, I guess, additional education themselves, the teachers are, for the first, what, year or two of this so that they get that license to continue teaching? Is that how that works? So we have them for a two-year program as far as coursework is concerned. We start with our summer induction prior to their first year in the classroom whenever possible. And then throughout the school year, we meet once a month in the evening for classes. We have a summer induction at the end of their first year teaching where they really get a chance to reflect on how did this year go, what worked, what didn't, what do I want to do differently moving forward. And then we have them plan out. They walk in the door in, in, in August when they come back to school, they're already planned. They complete that lesson planning on the front end right in June when they're out, of the, out for the summer they do that work then and really are planning ahead so that they're prepared which of course is half the battle in teaching is walk in the door with a plan and so we really help them focus on that then they go through another year of coursework um those evening sessions and once that's over they have they still have another year where that they're that early career teacher they they have another year to continue um, getting anything else completed that they need to in order to advance their license so this coming summer 2022 you're going to have obviously i guess the biggest class of new teachers who are saying well they're going to come to you i guess this summer and say either we loved it we hated it or 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 what i mean that's because last summer what did you have this last summer we did okay so was it a big class last summer so what we saw last year COVID really hit the numbers. I mean, it's evident with those groups. I have six exceptional teachers who are still standing strong. COVID did not take them out. Um, We have others who made decisions for various reasons to go back to industry or what they, you know, make those decisions, whatever they had to do best for their families. Um, So we, we definitely saw the hit there. And then this year, we started with 19 teachers. That's the largest group we've had yet for our CTE pathway. And I think that's just a, a really good indicator of growth to come, and we'll see. We'll continue to see big numbers like that. Sounds good. And again, we're talking about the Rutherford County School System. We're going to take a short break, though, and we'll be right back with us this morning from the county schools, Tyra Pilgrim, and also Rebecca Murphy, along with Amber Matichewski. And I said your name right second time. Again. That's, that's good. <laughs> time right now, 842. We'll be right back right after this. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veteran. Join us November 27th for the Small Business Saturday Holiday Market. We'll have jewelry, clothing, home decor, food trucks, and more. The Small Business Saturday Holiday Market, November 27th at the Lane Agro Park down from Sam's. A great location for your holiday shopping needs. Old friends, a new name, better together, as First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, 
but will always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Mainly sunny this afternoon, high in the upper 40s. Tonight, mainly clear, low near 22, high of 50 on Tuesday. Lots of sun. Wednesday, high of 60. I'm meteorologist Laura Lockwood on News Radio WGNS. Right now, 38. morning traffic's busy but it's moving 24 out through the hickory hollow area tons of radar i'm here up and down certain sections of 840 this morning especially be careful uh, up around jefferson pike still looks good as far as interstate accidents and let's keep it that way hey gatlinburg wine cellar home of the world famous cotton candy wine log on today gatlinburgwinecellar.com i'm commander chuck you're on time traffic now more than ever start your mornings with wgns the action line with bart walker weekdays at 8 10. truman jones is on weekday mornings at 9 on wgns the action line on fm 101.9 and am 1450 murfreesboro fm 100.5 smyrna and streaming at wgnsradio.com Time right now, 8.45. You're tuned to WGNS again on this Monday morning, today, the 22nd of November. And we're talking about the Rutherford County school system. And within the school system, this new program is aimed at hiring folks who may have been, you know, working in, I don't know, the automotive industry is one we were talking about, or who knows what, for years, may have a business degree, but they want to become a teacher. Uh, and again, just kind of highlight how they go about becoming a teacher if they're getting out of another career altogether. So the first step is we would encourage you to reach out and, and get some information from us and, and really make sure that this aligns with your background and experience and that you're, you meet the qualifications. From there, the next step would be to apply for jobs. Um, once hired, once a principal indicates that you are their pick and they want to hire you, we would send out the enrollment process to get into our program, and that just consists of things like sending your transcripts. If it's for an occupational CTE position, for example, we would require getting their work history and experience verification form completed and turned in. And then really, so it's getting a job and then submitting all of the appropriate documentation and then you're in and then we we would get you the schedule and make sure you know when to start those classes for summer induction and you've seen the teachers in progress you've seen them working in the classroom you've done surveys how did all of those surveys turn out for the teachers that started in this program i guess during covid so during covid we we kind of got a mixed bag the it was evident from teachers feedback that the stress level was incredibly high but that they felt supported and that for some of them it really was this program that helps keep them going so one thing that we've been very fortunate for with our math science program is a partnership with the southern regional education board and so as part of that work amber's been able to do some really dig in and do some good interviews with the teachers and get some really solid feedback i'd love for her to tell you about that yeah what, what, what kind of questions did you ask and what did they say um, so we're collecting both some quantitative and qualitative data. So quantitatively, we're um, they're uh, looking at some surveys that measure their teacher efficacy. Like, you know, how, do they feel like they can be effective teachers in the classroom? So their confidence level in that. 
and then qualitative we're going out into the classrooms observing them seeing seeing them in action and then recently in the last month we've been doing one-on-one teacher interviews with them to talk about the program what are you getting out of it how has it helped you what else do you need and to be honest those interviews have actually been amazing and and they've really motivated me in this position of realizing the importance in this because they are feeling supported they're feeling like they're getting what they need to be effective in the classroom Um, we we see them oh my gosh I didn't even know what a lesson plan is but in class um, in September we learned and we broke down all those pieces so when I turned that in for my observation I felt confident and I got great feedback and so we we've just been seeing amazing results in their confidence level and how much they're growing as an educator i'm sure everybody's not cut out to be a teacher so have you had some situations where you said you know i I don't know if this is right for you well in my cohort i i have i have not seen that i feel like these guys you know they're looking at this program because they're like you know I've really always thought about being a teacher and just wasn't sure about it or you know for whatever reason they pursued a different path but they are getting into it because they want to make a difference and so you know the only things that I've seen is like teachers that are like am I doing a good job yeah. could you come in and, and, and am I doing this right and I'm like yes you you are and, and here's what you're doing correctly and here's what we can improve on um, and again that cohort model helps them realize that we all have those same doubts you know am I reaching everybody especially in math and science a lot of the the students that's not their favorite subject so in um, our program we really focus on those math and science practices that help with student engagement and um, mo- uh, promoting a growth mindset in those students. So those are the things that they felt that's really helped them. So the fears that you're running across, are they the exact same fears that any first year teacher would have? Yes, absolutely. And I think that's why the cohort model is so powerful because they're like, we have a family. And then they call all of us that. They're like, they're family and you're like our mom. And <laughs> you know, um, they, they feel supported, but they are very common fears. And it's just good to talk about them and you know, how do we address them and how do we take care of ourselves um, mentally so I think the program helps with that as well and again you're looking for middle school all the way through high school teachers future teachers right? I would say the district will also be looking for elementary school teachers so I want to specify that it, our program is not approved for elementary but yes if people are interested in working with our littles we absolutely need you there as well but for our EPP program we we have state approval for math in grades 6 through 10 certification or 6 through 12 science 6 through 12 and that could be biology chemistry physics or environmental science and then all of our of our career and technical pathways and um, we're always we can accept teachers into the program for that and then we hope as we continue that we just keep growing the program and expanding out to other content areas potentially looking at you know different grade levels in the future but that's down the road Hey, are there any job fairs that are coming up where you plan to hire more teachers? As a district, we do have job fairs and we participate in job fairs um, in different locations as well. Um, normally in February, fe- the beginning of February, we start, we have a job fair, um, be watching for the actual date. Uh, and so we do um, have teachers that on that or potential candidates on that day they can sign um kind of like a a 
proof like that they want to be hired we, they can go ahead and s sign some contracts um and that way we can go ahead and get them um kind of to where they'll go ahead and want to stay with us um before going with another district and so we do um do that as much as possible um and then you know we're we're still trying to determine the growth there's so many things that go into you know how many teachers we need and and where do we shift this and that and so um you know we ha we take all of that into consideration but yes we will have a job fair in february and that um we will post that everywhere <laughs> so for somebody listening if they have been at a career for the last 10 years they can't stand it whatever the case is but they have a degree do they just need to stop by the county school office if they want to try to pursue this path? They could certainly do that. And just to emphasize for those who don't have a degree, if you've got industry experience and you're interested, take a look at the career and technical pathways that we offer. They don't all require a bachelor's degree to get in. Sometimes it's just that industry or industry experience that we look for. Um, so the first, I would say you could certainly come into the district office. You could call, you can email myself, Rebecca Murphy, at murphyr at rcschools.net or Tyra Pilgrim, same at pilgrimt at rcschools.net or Amber Matashevsky. Yeah, good luck on school. And <laughs> that one I would refer you to look up on the website first. <laughs> and is all the information posted online about what the requirements are? Yes, if you look on the school, on the district website, you can find under departments, you can find a link towards it for our EPP program. And how many more teachers, again, is Rutherford County looking to hire? I would anticipate for the upcoming year, somewhere around 400 That's plus. That's a lot. That's a whole lot. Now, substitute teachers, that is also, I guess, a need. I know that may not be your department, but that is also a need that the county schools are always looking at. Yes, our teachers right now are helping to cover when needed, and we know that there's just a shortage of substitutes. That's another area where if you're interested in just getting your foot in the door and wondering if teaching is maybe a right path for you, that's a great way to come and find out if, if you enjoyed the time with the students and, and the just the general feel of the school community. Is there an average class size, you know, for, I don't, what, what do you tell these new teachers? I mean, do you say, hey, look, you're going to have a classroom of 200 students, but surely that's <laughs> well, not a We count, don't but. tell them that. <laughs> no. Um, for career and technical education, we have a, it can be 25 or less. So we cannot have more than 25 in career tech ed programs. Um, in gen ed programs, they can have up to 30 to 35 but it's normally much less than that it's like 27 i mean the numbers vary but they it's you know whatever the state requires is what we do of course but for career tech ed it is 25 um the state did put a you know put a cap on that because of all of the labs and all of the things that they do um we had to we kept that and then after they go through this program they're a full-time teacher can they i mean could they move to another city and become a teacher there too i mean is this something they can take with them sure it it is yes so whatever the requirements say if they were to move out of state they would have to make sure that they met that state's uh, teacher licensure program but whenever they go through our program they will have a tennessee teacher license that is just like anyone else has a tennessee teacher license so and again, this it is all go. within the Rutherford County School System, and the Rutherford County Schools website obviously has more details on all of this, or they can call the district office. Do you know the number by chance? I sure do. It is 615-893-5812.
Sounds good. Anything we left out or did we cover everything? I don't think anything so. Think Thank you so much for having us yeah, and talking absolutely. about this. I know uh, we desperately need teachers and substitutes and anytime we can talk about it and share that burden with everyone else, um, we, we love to do that. And uh, we'll post this as a podcast on our website as well at WGNSRadio.com. And as we close this morning, again, the county school's website's where all the information can be found, or they could even stop by the county school's office. So sounds easy enough. Thank you. Thank Thank you for joining us. Time right now, 8.56. You're tuned to WGNS. We have more news, including a look at news with CBS in just a minute. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Middle Tennessee football and basketball games are right here. This is Chip Walters on Rutherford County's Blue Raider Station. MTSU Sports on WGNS. Mainly sunny this afternoon, high in the upper 40s. Tonight, mainly clear, low near 22, high of 50 on Tuesday. Lots of sun. Wednesday, high of 60. I'm meteorologist Laura Lockwood on News Radio WGNS. Right now, 38. Good morning. Traffic's busy, but it's moving 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area. Tons of radar out here up and down. Certain sections of 840 this morning, especially be careful uh, up around Jefferson Pike. Still looks good as far as interstate accidents, and let's keep it that way. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Log on today, GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. <laughs> 